0: mm mm-hmm. ashhadu an la ilaha illallah wa ashhadu muhammadan abduhu rasul a'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem bismillahir rahman Iqim Qul ahad Allahus samad lam yalid walam yulad walam yakul lahu ahad This is chapter 112 of the Holy Quran that we're going to discuss today as we discussed uh, uh, parts of it last week. And uh, before we start, I want you, I want to remind you to pray for uh, a number of people, our sister Barno's mother, our brother uh, other who is due to undergo an operation, another gentleman that our brother uh, Ross has asked me to uh, uh, announce that prayers are needed, he is unwell, and of course everyone else who is uh, unwell or may be facing some other difficulty. Um and um, I also want to thank actually people who uh, suggested that because of the snow, um, I uh, avoid driving to the mosque. Uh, thank you very much for your kindness and concern. But the question I always ask myself is this if A client had called me and said, you know, despite this, snow, come along, and uh, because I'm uh, in custody or whatever, and I'll give you a thousand pounds, would I stay at home or would I leap out and uh, drive to wherever he was for the sake of money? And uh, If the answer is that I'll go and see my client for the sake of a thousand pounds then the answer should also be in this case that surely God is worth a lot more and uh, I should try my best to get here. It may have been that I uh, got stuck in traffic or whatever um, but uh, that's another issue about the sound last week unfortunately what happened was that uh, i inadvertently uh, switched off the mic um, and then forgot to uh, because it was crackling and i forgot to switch it back on so apologies for that any case we were talking about surah last and its translation is say he allah is one allah is Allah is he on whom all depend, he begets not, nor is he begotten, and none is like him. So we talked last week about uh, um, the connection between the Judaic concept of uh, uh, (coughs) oneness of God, a uniqueness of divinity, and... uh, Um, the first and the last verses of the Holy Quran and today I just thought uh, um, I will uh, mention or I'll talk about verse 2 and 3 Allah is he on whom all depend he begets not nor is he begotten and this in fact uh, in this chapter two things are done one is That uh, Although I talked in terms of uh, um, Judaism, uh, but all religions, all theologies that uh, support the idea that there is only one God and that uh, he is the creator and he is the final arbiter and so on. And uh, these verses support all those religions. We talked in, uh, about this in terms of Judaism last week, and then the next two verses reject all theology, all religions which say that um, God can have have children, you can get to God through something or someone else, and that kind of thing. Now, and. Uh, I particularly want to look at Christianity because it's one of the main religions and it's the religion of the majority of the people in the country where we we live. Now, the, the difficulty is this, you see, that Christian theology and articles of faith were not determined by Jesus himself, because as we know, that he was tried and Jews tried to have him crucified, etc. So whereas we, we find in the Holy Quran and uh, in the Hadith that people would go to the Holy Prophet and they would say, you know, I've got this problem, what about it? And the Holy Prophet would uh, suggest something or he will say, well, I'll pray to God for guidance and he will guide me and then I will let you know." This wasn't the case. Um, The little time that Jesus spent with the disciples was tumultuous because he was under attack by uh, Jews and uh, also because uh, Romans who ruled Judaism, were being informed, because Romans knew that the Jews expected a Messiah, a king, to come and lift the yoke of bondage from the Israelites, just like Moses had done many centuries previously that he freed the Israelites from slavery and took them out from Egypt into uh, what we know as Palestine, or what we know as Israel and uh, West Bank and all those areas. So the Jews were informing the Romans that look, this guy, he claims to be the Messiah, he claims to be the King of the Jews, and uh, he's going to incite people to rebellion and so on. And Jesus spent so much time trying to clarify his position that he didn't have uh, uh, much time to devote to these other things. So what happens was, and, and, and one of the most important things was that you had come, uh, Jesus had come to the Jews, and there was an important issue. Should his preaching be for Gentiles as well? Should he be preaching to non-Jews as well? Or is he restricted to the Jews? Well, the early founding fathers, Peter and and, uh, his companions, um, they thought that uh, Jesus' preaching was for the Jews and uh, it should be restricted to them. And many years later, um, um, when Paul had his uh, vision on the way to Damascus, he was the person who said that Jesus' teaching is not just for uh, um, the Jews, but it's also for Gentiles. Now, if that is the case, then an important issue arose, which was, Should Gentiles, should the people who embrace, um, let's say, Christianity or Jesus' teaching, should they be required to follow the laws of the Jews? Uh, As you know, uh, it, it was Romans, they had a Hellenistic tradition, which abhorred, for example, uh, circumcision. It was regarded as being repulsive, something evil, uh, etc. So, if a Roman wanted to join Jesus' disciples, what should he do? Should he become a Jew in the traditional sense? Should he, for example, um, go through circumcision? Should he be subjected to Jewish dietary laws, and so on. Now, you see, what uh, Paul did was he realized that if this was done, then this will reduce the appeal of Christianity to Gentiles. So, he said the important thing is faith. You must believe that Jesus came and that uh, he died for us and so on, and the uh, rest of it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whether you uh, um, sort of eat pork and whether you're unclean, whether you eat the, uh, literally the meat uh, of uh, whatever it is uh, that is forbidden in uh, Mosaic law. And um, so we, you had this conflict in the church and it, it, this is a very basic thing. If someone becomes a Muslim, we know that they have to give up drinking alcohol, they have to give up uh, um, eating pork and uh, all this kind of thing. So what began to happen was that, that you had uh, uh, a division in the church. And there was a lot of bitterness between Paul and, uh, uh, and Peter uh, about uh, these things. Um, and uh, there was a rabbi called Jacob Amden, and uh, his uh, view was that Jesus' original objective particularly of Paul, was only to convert Gentiles to the seven laws of Noah, while allowing Jews to follow the full Mosaic law. So what Paul was saying was, well, this is the whole law. You just follow this little bit of it. And this became known as the dual covenant theology. Um, And as I've said, Paul was of the opinion that uh, uh, you know, Gentiles shouldn't be required to be circumcised or, you know, follow other uh, other laws, etc. And so this led to conflict, and there was a, a a meeting, a conference held in Jerusalem called the Council of uh, uh, Jerusalem, where this was uh, discussed. And um, as I said. Peter and Paul clashed. Although it is said that later on they went uh, to Rome and preached together and they were crucified together and so on. But certainly we have in, for example, Acts chapter 15 verses 7 to 11, it says, um, my brothers, you are well aware that from early days God made his choice among you that through my mouth, The Gentiles would hear the word of the gospel and believe. This is Paul saying that Peter and his group preached to the Jews and God has chosen him to preach uh, Jesus' message to the Gentiles. And God, who knows the heart, bore witness by granting them the Holy Spirit as he did us. He made no distinction between us and them. For by faith he purified their hearts. And that's the thing he was concentrating on, that you just believe. Why then are you now putting God to test by placing on the shoulders of the disciples a yoke that neither our ancestors nor, nor we had been able to bear? So what St. Paul is saying is, well, we had this law, the Mosaic law, and we couldn't follow it properly. We couldn't follow it properly. So, why are you asking um, these uh, recent converts to uh, follow this law? Uh, on the contrary, we believe that we are saved through the grace of the Lord Jesus in the same way as they. So, this is the first time we hear. Uh, of, uh, the, 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 I mean, we're talking about 50 years after Jesus has disappeared from Palestine. This is not the day after or the week after, or whatever, when it it should have been uh, uh, clear what Jesus said. In very tumultuous times, when Christians were hiding, uh, or followers of Jesus were hiding. Paul is saying this. It is my judgment, therefore. This is uh, the same. Chapter, chapter 15 of Acts, further on. It is my judgment, therefore, that we should not make it difficult for the Gentiles who are turning to God. Instead, we should write to them, telling them to abstain from food polluted by idols, from sexual immoral, immoral, immorality, and from the meat of strangled animals, and from blood. And uh, if you uh look at the doctrine of the Eastern Orthodox Church, they still follow this. The point I'm making is this that what we see as form of Christianity isn't necessarily what Jesus preached. I mean you know Muslims are criticized for saying um, um, you know... Uh, That uh, changes take place, uh, uh, etc., etc. But if if you look at the New Testament, it is not just what uh, um, Jesus said. You say you have, uh, for example, Acts of Apostles and Epistles to Galatians and Epistles to this one and uh, different uh, letters that uh, um, uh, Paul wrote to other peoples other people, uh, inviting them to God. And uh, you see, even in Acts, we have this uh, dispute mentioned. When Peter went to uh, a Gentile, Acts says, the apostle and the believers throughout Judea heard that the Gentiles, who had received the word of God, so when Peter went up to Jerusalem, The circumcised believers criticised him and said, you went into the house of an uncircumcised man and you ate with him. So you can see the difference. The the point I'm making that uh, this belief, the theology, Uh, of uh, uh, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost was still being developed 50 years, 40 years after Jesus had left uh, um, Jerusalem or Palestine. (coughs) And again, it says in Acts, we have the apostles and the, the believers throughout Judea heard that the Gentiles also had heard, sorry, also had received the word of God. So when Peter went up to Jerusalem, the circumcised believers criticized him and said, you went into the, and, and ate with them. This is again a repetition of what I've just said. So what I'm saying is that this wasn't the teaching that Jesus brought. This was, Jesus said, I have come to fulfill the law and not to abrogate it. And this wasn't, this was the first council, this was the first debate, discussion about what uh, Christians should believe and what they should do. And obviously, Paul won out because more and more people uh, embraced his vision. Because basically, they didn't have to give up anything. I mean, Romans had their own gods. Gods had children, and so on. They didn't have to give up drinking. They didn't have to give up eating uh, swine's flesh. All they had to do was believe in Jesus and his blood. And this is what I read out that uh, um, um, Paul was saying. And then there were further councils. There was a council of Nicaea in 325, uh, which tried to... Uh, list out articles of faith and then there was another one in 381 which amended them um, and so on and uh, um, which added or took out words um, from uh, um, from what was to believe, most Christians were to believe. For example the first council in uh, 325 said who for us men this is Jesus and for our salvation came down and was incarnate and was made man now you can see that at this time the the doctrine of Trinity is fairly well well established um, but the one the meeting in Constantinople in 381 said who for us men and and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the holy ghost and of the virgin mary and was made man which is the current christian doctrine see the other one said who for us men and for our salvation came down and was incarnate and was made man there's no mention of uh, made incarnate uh, made incarnate by the holy ghost through uh, Virgin Mary. The first one seems to imply that God is sitting up there. He takes the form of a man and he comes down and he is put in the, on the cross and dies for us. But the second one is closer to the current current thinking. And that's the point uh, I'm making, that this is what the Holy Quran is rejecting. This is what the Holy Quran is saying. Let's look at the uh, <clears throat> Surah Allah is He on whom all depend. He begets not, nor is He begotten. But what's the amended version saying? Who died for us men and was incarnate by the Holy Ghost and of the Virgin Mary and was made man. So God was made into a human being. What does the Quran say? He is not begotten. So this, this is these two verses, are a, <clears throat> a direct rejection of not just uh, the Trinity, but also many other things. For example, um, uh, a lot of the time, some Muslims they pray to saints, and they do this for us, do this um, uh, um, for us. But what does God say? Allah is he on whom all depend. You don't depend on a human being. You depend on me. Everyone depends on me. And then, uh, so in the summary, it's a summary. This is why it's called one third of the Holy Quran because its language is such that it rejects all sort of polyestic. Uh, uh, ideas and faiths um, and uh, uh, etc. It rejects them all. See, the first council starts off, we believe in one God, the Father Almighty, the maker of all things visible and invisible. But then it goes on. And he came down and was made incarnate and was made man. But the Quran says no. Allah is one. He begets not, nor is he begotten. And none is like him. None is like him. He does not take the form of something we can recognize. The amended one says, uh, which was the, uh, the council in Constantinople in 381, you believe in one God, the Father, maker of heaven and earth. You see, maker of all things has changed to maker of heavens and earth and of all things visible and invisible. So a phrase has been added there. And then the first one says, in the first council of Nicaea uh, in 321 says, and we believe, we believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Begotten of the Father, the only begotten, that is, the essence of the Father, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, begotten not made. What does the Quran say? He begets not, nor is he begotten, made of one substance with the Father. What does the Quran say? And none is like him the amended creed in 381 read we believe in one lord jesus christ the only begotten son of god begotten of the father before all the worlds you see in the first one when god became man the timeline is not given but this one begotten of the father before all the worlds, light of the light and so on, not made being one of be, be, uh, uh, being of one substance with the Father. And uh, uh, so on. Um, I won't go into the details of all the differences uh, which occur in the two uh, creeds uh, in 325. And 381. So this is what Muslims believe when they say that uh, the theology, the belief, the religion has been altered. That um, um, the religion did not come from God. We say the Holy Quran came from God and that is it. You can't add to it. You can't, you can't take away from it. There's nothing missing in it. There's nothing cancelled in it. That's it. End of story. It may be that people might have misunderstood it, like the story of the ant talking to another ant. It says, you know, an ant said to another ant or other ants, but now we know that ants do talk to each other. They send chemical signals and they actually produce sound. So people might have misunderstood that. they tried to explain it in different ways, but the words do not change, they remain. We don't have a council of Jerusalem, we don't have a council of Nasi, we don't have a council in Constantinople to decide what our fundamental beliefs are. And these are what the Holy Quran is rejecting um, what these councils decided which was as I said 381, a long long time after uh, Jesus and as I pointed out Even the first um, uh, belief was uh, about 50 years after uh, Jesus. So uh, that is all for uh, today. Today, uh, because of the weather conditions, we'll stop our broadcast immediately after uh, the Juma prayers. and uh, we won't have our normal lecture because it is said that the weather is going to get worse and people have to uh, uh, drive back home. It's great that uh, um, we have not cancelled our um, Friday service and carried on as per normal. الحمد لله الحمد لله نحن ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا الله فلا أباهم من خر من نفر الدين محمد فلله عليه وسلم وجعلنا منهم أباهم من من خذل محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ولا تَجْعَلْنَا منهم اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صل على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد إن الله يعمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاى ذِ الْقُرْبَى وَيَنْهَى عَنِ الْفَحْشَاءِ وَالْمُنكَرِ وَالْبَغْيِ يَعِظُكُمْ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَذَكَّرُونَ غِبَ اللَّهِ اذْكُرُوا اللَّهَ يَذْكُرْكُمْ وَادْعُوهُ ودعو يَسْتَجِبْ لَكُمْ وَلَذِكْرُ اللَّهِ أَكْبَرُ Sorry, I nearly forgot to uh, do the second khutbah. Thank you for reminding me. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, I shahadu. La ilaha illallah, Allah, I anna Muhammad Rasulullah. Hayya salah, hayya la falah, qad Salah, Allahu Akbar لا إله إلا الله اللهم أكبر رب <تصلاح> الرحمن الرحیم مالک یوم الدین ایاکا نعبد و ایاکا نستغین اہدین السرواب المستقیم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين قل هو الله احد الله فمد لم يلد وَلَمْ يُولَدْ وَلَمْ يَقُلْ لَهُ كُفُوًا أَحْدٌ عُبَّاهُ أَكْبَرْ سَمِيَ اللَّهُ لِمَنَّ حَمِدَى اللَّهُ أَكْبَرْ Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Ar-Rahmanir Raheem Maliki Yawm-e-Din wa Iyaka Nasta'een Ihdina Sirwaapul Mustaqeen فِي روابَ الَّذِينَ أَنْأَمْتَ عَلَيْهِمْ غَيْرِ الْمَغْدُوبِ عَلَيْهِمْ وَلَا الْبَالِينَ قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ النَّاسِ ملک الناس الہ الناس من شر الوسواس الخناس الناس من Allahu akbar Sami Allah liman hamida Allahu akbar Allahu akbar Law Akbar. And now Akbar. السلام عليكم ورحمه الله السلام closing down our broadcast and uh, our live service now to allow people to uh, be able to get home because of the predicted bad weather that we are expecting later on. I thank everyone for uh, joining us for this Friday service. I hope you found it useful until we meet on Sunday. Remember on Sunday we have our usual community meeting, monthly meeting, the uh, the mosque open day. Uh, It'll start at 2.45, from 2.45 to 3.15. We'll discuss Jamaat matters and if you want to join, you you can join us over Skype. At uh, quarter past three, we'll start broadcasting our live lecture. That'll be by two people. And uh, it'll take around uh, uh, 45 minutes. So I hope we'll see you uh, at our Sunday uh, lecture uh, as well. And uh, as I said, if you want to contribute to Jamaat matters, then ring us on Skype and you can join in. Thank you very much. Until we meet again, may Allah keep all of you safe and sound and free from harm. Assalamu alaikum, khuda hafiz. Goodbye.